Hi, my name is Ingrid Anna, and welcome to the Divine Femme Money Show. It's the juiciest conversation for women about money, power, sensuality, relationships, and business. In this episode, gorgeous woman, I'm sharing how savvy women turn shit into gold. We're going to be rewriting your love and money story together in a powerful, divine, easy process. At the end of the day, we all suffer in life. So this episode exposes how to use pain, challenges and setbacks to make it rain, abundance, contribution and unwavering confidence to quantum leap into sacred, divine, juicy success. If you're not loving your reality or you're so ready for so much more joy, abundance, and pleasure, this is for you. And with no further ado, let's get started. You can find the Divine Fan Money Show at your favorite podcast provider and at ingridarna.com slash show. Hey, divas, and welcome to the Divine Femme Money Show. You are here with me, of course, Ingrid Anna, and I cannot wait to do this episode. We're talking about how savvy women turn shit into gold. This is a great subject because it doesn't matter what socioeconomic level you've uh, come from, what race you are, creed, whether you've been born with a silver spoon or a gold spoon in your mouth, or whether you've been born uh, on the wrong side uh, of the block. At the end of the day, I think that one thing that really um, is so beautiful in terms of really having compassion and empathy for people and for ourselves, uh, which is so important. We're usually very good at having empathy for others, but not enough for ourselves. But it's to understand that part of the human condition uh, is suffering. So it doesn't matter. It's, it's part of life. It's part of growth. It's a part of, it's, there is pain, there is beauty, um, there is ecstasy, joy, um, and that life and have, being a human being uh, can be challenging and that we're all going through it, right? So I just have so much deep empathy for whenever I meet a human being and whenever I meet a new uh, client, student, I'm in my community, but just in my whole life, just really having deep respect for my sisters and understanding that we've all got stuff going on. So during my journey, uh, and I'm sure that you can relate to this because as I just said, we all go through it. We have what we sometimes call the dark night of the soul, right? The dark night of the soul that forces us to really, um, it it brings us to our knees and forces us to really look at what's not working. And I think in my youth, I would get really thrown off by those experiences and those events. I would feel that maybe I was broken or something was wrong. Uh, And they can be incredibly challenging, can be excruciating. I was doing a lecture yesterday with a group of women and I literally screamed to show the embodiment of sometimes how we feel uh, pain and, and, and express that and uh, actually expressing it outwardly and being really real about it, uh, I think is really beautiful because it takes us from that sense of the darkness and the pain and then we begin to unravel it and look into creating a whole new reality for ourselves through having a deep sense of almost respect for that position that we're in. Um, so sometimes falling down on our hands and our knees is exactly what we need to have the breakthrough that we're really praying for. 
So during my own journey, and I work with so many women who come from such different walks of lives, women who've suffered from domestic violence, women who are currently in court cases fighting for uh, you know, the custody of their children, women who've been raped, gang raped, been in religious cults. Uh, I've heard it all and seen so, so much. And with my own journey as well, um, really having a lot of chronic health issues due to my own trauma, a real loss of self-esteem and self-worth. And because I really hadn't processed it properly and I didn't know what to do with all the pain, my body really carried that. And then it showed up so much in my life externally because as you all know, vibrationally, when you're in pain and you haven't really processed it, it's like a big ricochet of just then having that happen time and time again, different people, different faces, different places, but it's the same pattern usually because we haven't processed it. And that usually will bring us to that. I'm, I'm on my hands and knees and I'm praying. And I remember actually doing that in my life. I'd uh, been misdiagnosed in my journey and I had a tumor or a mass in my uterus that actually in the end wasn't cancer but they thought I had cancer at the time three female gynecologists told me uh, that there was nothing wrong with me even though I was bleeding for, um, from my vagina for like about three to four months I was literally had a distended stomach and my hands were jaundice looking going yellow from the putrefication of what was happening in my womb and I literally thought I was going mad because no one would listen to me and it was actually a beautiful gift in the end and I'll tell you more about that around my voice and ownership and deep profound healing but I was literally being poisoned from the inside out and no one would really hear me and listen to me and finally I did speak to my mother and she said go to the the man the man dr bear was his name he's since passed on and he was the uh obstetrician who actually birthed me that makes me emotional and he was actually you know a beautiful man and the only doctor after seeing three female doctors so i was very young by 22 23 i'd been living in new york and la studying and i'd been i was home on a holiday and i just literally couldn't go back because i felt so ill and he um, listened to me, got me on the table, did a uh, sort of internal test. And then I was up with a, another doctor about half an hour later who was doing an internal ultrasound and we were talking and I was watching his face and his whole face just sort of dropped. And he, I said, oh, you know, what's going on? He said, well, I'm not really, I can't really tell you what's going on yet. I think your doctor's got to do that. He said, but just get prepared because you're going to be in hospital very soon. And I did go to hospital and I was operated on by two different doctors, a cancer specialist and another gynecologist. And um, I had a mass in my uterus that had crushed my fallopian tubes and basically um, poisoned my whole entire, entire uterus. And they went through to do a internal, like uh, it's called a laparoscopy where they blow up your belly button they try to do it all through going through the belly button and blowing up the stomach with like gas and then doing it that way but I hemorrhaged in that operation and I actually had a huge bacteria mass and that infection then went throughout my bloodstream and I almost lost my life due to blood poisoning um, and was in hospital for quite a few weeks and then was on uh, intravenous antibiotics for, a, for about a three months um, 
And really, these are the stories I'm sharing this with you because that was the time that I was brought to my hands and knees. I didn't have a partner or a boyfriend at the time. My relationship with my family was very challenging to say the least. And I didn't even have a business. I like basically had left LA from studying. I was studying screenwriting and doing all of that. And so there was no real path for me at that point. And I felt incredibly alone and isolated. And that's when I got down on my hands and knees and started praying to God and praying to the divine. And that was my big aha moment around many things, but to realize that I was most responsible for my own life. And that if I couldn't rely on anyone else, who was I going to rely on? And it was really about tapping into my own power and the power of the divine to really nourish me and nurture me and hold me. Because at that point, I felt like, you know, incredibly, like I was literally dying. So it was from that point, though, of looking back now, and I'll be going into a process with you today, that it was such a gift for me. Uh, because it, it allowed me to really find my own power. And it's usually at that point in life when we're turning, you know, shit into gold, we're sitting, you know, at, at that pivotal point where you either have a choice to literally go down into a big black gaping hole or to rise. So I always say to my clients and students and community, when you're on your hands and knees, you're actually ripe to rise. <laughs> I really believe uh, it is almost like a spiritual revolution. It's a spiritual reincarnation for you to come back to yourself. I think one of the biggest uh, gifts of my life, um, the learning that I've had to, that has served me incredibly well, you know, I talk a lot about learning how to get paid and own our value and our worth. And the other most important part of this too for me has been uh, to learn how to be comfortable with my emotion. I used to literally have panic attacks around my emotion, like, or slowing down gave me panic attacks because I've got these two beautiful immigrant parents who are complete and utter workaholics. So when I was recovering from my operation, it was like, Ingrid, let's go. When are you going to get up? When are you going to move? Like, go. Because of their fear, especially my father. And that was also another big gift because it made me really learn to stand in my power to say, no, I need this for myself. I need this rest. I need this time. But it was at this point, you know, that really at my rock bottom, I began to really rise and find my own power so right now, consciously, I see so many women um, and men as well, kind of, how do we say, suffering with lots of old energies coming up to be seen and held and acknowledged and then gently released. And I think that when this is happening, I believe that we're already in a, in a really beautiful divine journey of rapid healing because it wouldn't be coming up for you to look at if you weren't really prepared to see it and heal it. Old trauma wounds coming up right now is it can be incredibly transformational if you learn how to hold the emotion with love and with care and with reverence. 
So what I was trying to say before, and I think I went off tangent a little bit, was the other part that's really served me deeply to make me feel empowered and a lot more calm and to relax my body and come into a relaxed state of being rather than that constant stress state is to get really comfortable with whatever emotion is coming up. So if it is fear, if it is insecurity, if there is a darkness, if there's anxiety and overwhelm, to really be gentle and turn inward and love the inner child and dialogue it through. I always say things like to my clients, ah, oh, you know, right now the best thing you can possibly do for yourself is probably to cry, release, sleep, have baths, rest, watch those chick flicks and be still and be loving and kind in the emotion coming up. And to trust and know that you will move through it. Because if you've made a vow to have a radical shift and to turn your shit into gold, if you've made that vow, and I'll invite you to do that today too, is to just command it for yourself. If you want to transform your trauma, if you want to turn your suffering into your salvation, and if you want to turn your trauma into also your teaching, your sacred work where you can help another human being deeply transform because you and transcend their own pain and suffering, you have to live it. You can't take someone through what you've never gone through before, right? And if you really want to be the real deal as a coach, healer, mystic, shaman, mentor, mother, lover, these, these are the life lessons that actually, whilst they can be very painful, are so powerful and pivotal in our transformation. Does everyone understand what I'm saying? Yeah? Yeah, everyone's loving it. Okay. So I just felt called because it does really relate because at the end of the day, if you are going to make a vow to be one of those women who decides that no matter what she has done, the mistakes that you've done, the shit that you've got yourself into, the shit that's been done to you, that you will not allow it to define you in any way that's going to keep you stuck or ruined or broken, but that you command that you're going to take all of that and you're gonna turn it into divine liquid gold and alchemy. And that you're going to heal and transcend and use it as fuel to create your most divine, sacred, abundant life. And then you're gonna use it to teach and pay it forward. Part of your intellectual property later on, like everything that I have gone through, all my suffering is now my salvation. All of that, grief and loss and the mistakes that I've made, like losing my business in New York City to, due to fraud and sort of seeing it there and allowing it to happen because I was so fear-based and I thought I really needed this person, have taught me what not to do in my life. And we have to take the time to have the awareness to look at, well, if these patterns, like the patterns, these are the patterns that I have created. You know, we can always blame the past or blame the conditioning, but that doesn't really serve us for very long. At the end of the day, 
we can't control completely what happened to us in our youth in our youth or the last 10 or 20 years maybe if we feel like that we've been blocked and we haven't really seen but as a woman a woman who turns shit into gold takes radical responsibility for her life so i could blame that lawyer for stealing my corporate kid right and steamrolling me and blackmailing me or i could look at myself and the pattern that created it to go, why did I allow that to happen? And how did I participate in that? And when I, the universe gave me a huge warning sign, why did I just still go into it? Why didn't I take control? What was the core reason you know, that I did that? And I've done that internal inquiry and I know exactly what that reason was. And the reason was that I had this real insecurity around building this business in New York City. I'd raised all this money. I had a clothing line called Body Love and I really felt that I needed him. And so it was a codependent, abusive, weird relationship. And even when the universe gave me an exit clause to get out of it and he verbally said to me, oh, look, you can let me go. I've been letting you down. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. It's okay. Let's work it out. And how many women were in business and in life and relationship do that? Because we're actually, we know that someone's crossed a boundary. We know that it's toxic. And yet, because we're not sovereign in our personal power, because we're still living with so much fear and we're not grounded in our truth, or we're gra- we have the truth and yet we discount our truth and question it, we can get ourselves into the most shitty situations. And I don't think there's anyone pretty much in the planet alive today who hasn't been through some remnant of fucking themselves over. So it's important to see the gold in it, which is what I'm going to go into now, really harnessing the gold from the lesson, from the suffering, to alchemize it into, or take the suffering and alchemizing it into, yeah, gold, right? So we're going to do that right now. Who here wants to make a vow with me today? If you're going to make a vow to really turn your shit into gold, that's wonderful. All you need to do is just say, I now command that I have the grace and the support and the courage to transform my suffering into divine transformation, love, awareness, responsibility, and sacred, sacred, divine, juicy, feminine power. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, they're telling me to wipe off uh, (laughs) stuff on my teeth. Okay, so now I'm going to break it down. I I'm, I'm, haven't been looking at my phone. I'll just take a beat, just a minute, just to see everybody here. Does anyone have any questions thus far? None that I've seen so far. Okay, this is beautiful. Okay, could you please um, let people know? Have you let people know on my personal page yes, and business page and everything? Okay, cool. Okay, so I can't, can I see people's comments? No, I can't. It's okay. I'm just going to keep going. So let's break down uh, this whole gold experience that I want to talk to you today. Okay, so there's four obviously key uh, parts. I'm going to go through one of my acronyms. So the G today really stands for the gift. Looking at the gift. Of, from the shittiness, from the shitty experience that you had. You might, so today, if you wanna work through this with me, decide on 
So I've just written down, if you're listening just on audio, the word gold, and we're gonna break it down into a four-part uh, key transformational process, okay? So we've got gold written up here, and then you've got uh, the first part, which is the gift. So just choose today maybe one key area of your life that you think is really shitty that you wanna transform. And I want you to really look at the, at the gift of it. So what do you believe it's getting you to heal? Is it a wake-up call? It usually always is. It's a wake-up call. What's the message that's really coming through? What's the theme? What are the kind of archetypes you're playing into that you need to shift, right? So I really want you to ask yourself the questions. You can write this down on a piece of paper, the word gold. In my free group, uh, I will also add this up for you and I'll also create it into a little follow along journal workbook for you, uh, which I'll have up in the next few days. So if you're not in my free group and you're listening to this podcast, uh, then make sure that you join. Okay, so what is now the gift of it? So my gift in the story that I told about losing my company due to fraud and having to come home from Australia and start off all over again I've had people offer to invest in my company, Ingridana, the coaching company, um, which has been really interesting. And my first response is, uh, why would I do that? I have a successful business. I want to be the boss of my business. I don't want to raise capital and be someone else's bitch. This is my business. I'm the CEO and that's how it's going to go. <laughs> Um, I don't need other people's financial contribution. And if I do need it, I'd rather go to the bank. Okay, so my journey around losing my companies also taught me to that I was really kind of weak and fear-based and insecure. And that energy will always allow in dark forces and manipulative forces uh, to come in. They just suck on it, right? So if you want to build a life that is just absolutely beautiful and divine and sacred and flowing and loving it has to start with you embodying that right so when the darkness and these really hard life lessons come to us it does point to well what needs to be healed what needs to be restored what needs to be seen here that i've shoved down so far and that i've just been in reaction right so usually when we've had something tra really traumatic happen uh we shove it down and we don't actually process it and don't actually deal with it but then it's like we've vomited it out all over our frequency all over our life and all over our business and it just keeps coming up and coming up and coming up until you take the time to really look at it, right? Which will lead us into our next part, which is ownership. You will not have a sov sovereign personal power and the sovereign financial power that you want, right? Without having deep level of ownership. You know, like, let's get real here. You know, uh, the bedrock of a business cannot, so, the, the vibration where we're not really looking within and taking full ownership is wobbly. Like I'm doing my, moving my hands and moving. This is like, it's like this. It's like not, it's all over the front freaking place. Like, and that allows in all this shit, right? You're just sucking up 
all the projection and then you're like stuck in the toxicity of all the trauma that hasn't been felt and hasn't been seen and hasn't been healed. So you have to take ownership. If you want to build a booming, beautiful fucking business, an empire, what does it need? First and foremost, first and foremost is solid ground. You need concrete, not quicksand, right? So does everyone hearing what I'm saying like around ownership? Be real with yourself. Are you trying to build your life on quicksand? So you, you, you feel like you're being sucked in. You get ahead, you go back. You get ahead, you go back. I did that for years. I did it for decades. I don't feel bad about it. Just be honest. Right now, is it a yes or a no? Do you have a foundation? Like write down foundation if you have foundation and write sand if it's like sand. <laughs> because the minute you acknowledge it, you're taking ownership and that's when you can heal it. If you're going to lie to yourself, your only person you are harming is yourself. Okay, get your ego out of it. Get your ego out of it and let's come into heart and be real with yourself. My biggest transformations have come from looking at any sense of ugliness, shame, victimhood that I've been in uh, and really facing that and still loving myself and holding myself sacred in the truth of whatever wound I have and whatever sort of distortion it's taken in my life, okay? So where do you need to take more ownership? Okay? The only person that is going to help you turn your shit into gold, really at the end of the day, you can hire coaches and get support, but it's going to be you. Okay? So part of this is owning what needs to be healed, and the other part is owning your desire and what you're wanting now and the change that you're going to create now. So we can also get very stuck in the story. And what has served me very, very well, I think I spent probably about six or seven years in a bit of a loop around my health stuff or when I lost my business in New York, I was spent like two, about a year and a half feeling sorry for myself. And every single night I would lie in bed with my husband going, oh my God, do you think I can make it again if I write my book and will people buy it and if I did this program? And I did that for about a year and a half and I, I just was over myself. Uh, so the next part then, and this is what I teach and it serves me incredibly well with my life, whenever something's not working, you then have to take complete ownership of, well, what do I want now? Get clear, okay? And this is where we're gonna move into the next level, which is leadership, okay? You have to get clear on what you want now and what do you want the story to be now? right? So you're moving into, and we'll finish that off today with deliberateness, right? Getting really deliberate. And I'm fucking good at that. I've had to train my brain and rewire my brain to, be, to go from fucking stress response all over the fucking shop, creative as fuck, but then with no real plan. People can call it masculine and feminine. We can call it right and left brain. We could also call it the calm, chilled, relaxed brain that is grounded. And when I'm grounded and in my power, it's like I am speed of light creative. And it's not distorted. It's not all over the shop. You know, for me to create products, 
for me to create something that the market wants, uh, for me to help my clients get to market at the speed of light, I have had to literally reprogram and reshape my brain to allow right and left to talk together and for me to come into a place of wholeness. While, of course, I'm still healing as a human being or a spirit having a human experience, of course, every week, every day, I'm still transcending, learning, growing, and becoming a high vibrational force, right? And I think you have to be really real about that. If you're a soul empathic woman, if you're a woman here for leadership, to, to be uh, a vehicle for change, you're going to not be a stagnant person. And with that comes a level of constant change and movement. And you have to learn to ride that wave with grace, to be prepared for that, right? And it doesn't have to be harmful. By using processes like this, you have a framework, you have oh, a pathway to turn that pain into your power and to turn that power into a fucking plan. I remember Aria, who's our daughter, who's now seven, almost eight, saying to me at about three, mummy, 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 guess what? Before you build, before you build mummy, you need a plan. And I was just listening to her and I, I think I got her to repeat it and I videoed her and showed all my mastermind students. Mummy, mummy. Before you build, you need a plan, right? And I'm like, right, you do. <laughs> a three-year-old, love it. You need a plan. And that's how you also, when it, we're talking about business and product development and monetization, you have to have a plan. And it doesn't have to be complex. It's actually quite simplified when you're at that right energetic frequency, you are very, very clear on what your product is, whether it's a program, a course, a mastermind. And that's where I mainly focus, um, turning our pain into powerful products and programs and courses to help and serve others, right? It becomes very aligned and it simplifies everything. When you're scattered and all over the place with no plan, it's dire straits, right? Okay, and I did that for many years, so I get it and I have great empathy for it. And it's the only reason I think why one of the only one of the biggest reasons why um, I think I'm good at what I do, and why you'll be brilliant and good at what you do, or very you know a master at what you do, is to learn to then pass this and pay it forward and make it into teachable, follow, 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 followable, I don't even know if that's a word, uh, follow along congruent divine steps for people to follow. Okay, so the next part is then leadership. You can't lead others before you learn how to lead yourself, how to become self-autonomous, how to move into personal sovereignty. Personal sovereignty really always comes before financial sovereignty. That's a big one. You don't need to be more to earn more either. That's another big one. But you do need to return to yourself. So how do you want to lead? And first of all, how are you now going to be your own divine mentor, mother, lover, guide? How are you first going to start by leading yourself? Put it up here again. Leadership. Love it. And what does it look like? At, oh, I can't spell. And what does it look like and feel to you to be in a position of leadership? 
to, to know what you want, to know what you stand for, to honor your desire, to follow your intuition, to harness your gifts. I was doing a lecture yesterday speaking a lot about, which I'll go into in my next podcast, I think. Uh, I have to go into more and more, but this is very related to leadership, which is voice. I was speaking to a beautiful client of mine who has a trauma release program and she's been doing quite well and she's been selling spots and she wants to sell a lot more. And there is like a bit of a holding pattern going on, which we released yesterday. But what I said to her was, you will never have people come into your vortex to buy from you and work with you if you have suppression of voice. So you've, been, you've come in to lead and yet you're only 20 or 30 or 40% there. And that's when I find the universal life will kick you up the ass, okay? You can't put one foot in and expect to have incredible results. There's a part of risk and vulnerability and ownership of yourself. Ownership of your voice, your power, your vision. You have to become a leader, and the leader is not concerned about watching every P and Q, not concerned about being liked by everyone, right? And you have to be able to clearly articulate the power and value of your work, right? And give yourself full authority and permission to do that, to be seen, to be heard. That's a, and that's a very big component, I believe, of leadership. And finally, we have one of my most favorite words, actually, uh, is deliberateness, to be very deliberate in your behaviors, your thoughts, deliberate, ah, deliberateness. Okay, sometimes when it comes to, say, manifesting the law of quantum physics in the realm of energy, where the thoughts, thoughts are everything, when things aren't going your way and you're not hitting your payday, you're not slaying, or it's not grading your relationships, or your body's you know, yelling at you, which I had happened recently, um, and you're not feeling great, uh, you have to look under the hood and look at what's happening with the energy, thoughts, and behaviors. Where am I not in alignment? Where is it not congruent? So often people will be like, oh, I'm thinking the right way and I'm doing all this stuff and it's still not working and what's wrong with me and it's not happening. The best thing to do there is to just slow down and take a moment because there will be something, some issue, some block, some area that needs a deeper look at and a deeper level of uh, respect and time and awareness so that you can transcend that and come back into the state of divine flow and what we would also call like a 5D reality where everything tends to happen really quickly. Uh, the quickening energy, the that I talk about is anti-hustle. It's not about I've got to go, 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 push, push, push. You know, it's not. It's about being so in tune and so clear and so connected that golden divine light is coming in from the tip of your crown, running through every single chakra, every single cell of your being and grounding you to the creation of all that is that when you make a command, when you claim a desire, everything that you want begins to come in in rapid divine succession. Rapid succession. Whenever I'm not, or something's not happening in my business that's not in the state of like quickening and speed and ease. I've got to look at now because I've got a big team. 
well, is it my energy? Is it someone's energy? What am I carrying? Is it being blocked? And, and really they're looking at not only just myself, but also the other energies around me. It's really interesting. I've gone into that. But you've got to be really deliberate. I'll bring it back to deliberateness. You have got to be so specific. And so also when I'm coaching and mentoring, when I see people going off in tangents, It's just such dispersed, scattered energy that there's no like coagulation. Like the universe doesn't know what to bring you. It's like you've literally just gone, here are all my desires, here are all my dreams, and I'm kind of just going to throw it out there and see what happens. I will tell you that being incredibly specific and deliberate in your life, what do I want and what are the key steps and what are the actions and how do I need to take care of myself? What do I need in place for my body, soul, and spirit to feel nourished? What, are, what am I going to be doing and what am I not? Like, what, what are all the things I need to release in order to have this very clear line of embodiment and also behavior? And I think, you know, a lot can be done. Like, you could even say 70% is through energy, but then there are very specific actions that need to take place to allow in certain results, especially when you're talking about business and marketing and funnels and systems. Really, honestly, there is this certain level of behavior and then these certain actions, and it needs to all come together in a cohesive, divine, unified force so that your thought and your behavior are working together and not fighting against each other. So I would ask yourself, where do you need to bring more clarity and deliberateness? To become really deliberate, you also have to ask yourself, well, what do I want? What am I bringing forward in the next 30, 60, 90 days or the next year? And so writing down your key, I think your D, the deliberateness, you've got to really be very clear on what your desire is. What am I wanting? And I think sometimes we forget to check in and we also start to compare our lives and compare what we're doing to what other people have, what looks good, but really take a moment and even tonight, take some time, have a bath, have a shower, just chill out in your bed, get some beautiful crystals around you or some essential oils and just put one hand on your heart, one hand on your womb space and really connect to what do I desire now? Because who you are now will be very different from probably even who you were even three or six months ago. Because otherwise, if you're not working in, al in alignment with what your soul is calling for, you're going to be at war with yourself. You're not going to be deliberate. It's going to be all. It's going to be really, really forced. So get real about what you want. You know, I'm writing my new book at the moment. It's almost done, called Million Dollar Woman Secrets. It's not really about necessarily having a million dollars, right? It's about being. You might want that. You might might eight figures, whatever it is. It doesn't really matter. You might only want to earn an extra fifty grand a year. It might be a hundred grand a year. Um, you might want to work part-time 20 hours a week and definitely earn $20,000 a month. Whatever it is, you might only want to earn an extra five grand a month. Get really real about what it is you desire. For me right now, the words that come up a lot is stability, support, structure, systems, and soul. Stability, support, structure, systems, and soul is really important to me. Sand, surf, <laughs> 
I did some video the other day, uh, some new video ads and the water was like literally lapping on my feet and I was speaking also yesterday at this mastermind event that I hosted and I was talking about even my clothes. I wore gold today because I was emulating gold, but I'm talking about gold, but I've been wearing more flowy dresses and um, getting out of my leather pants and feeling like I just want to be more gentle and soft and flowing and looking at houses of the beach and really playing with uh, where I want to take my company forward and what really what's really meaningful for me right now. Stillness, uh, gentleness, love, uh, this harmony is really, really important for me. I believe that I can build more, I can build more and reach more women. Uh, I definitely won't be doing it uh, from a place of sacrifice or from a place of suffering. So sometimes you need to slow down a little bit to get the structure in place in order to create the systems that are needed to hold a deeper level of financial growth. Doesn't have to be difficult, but you do need to put those systems into place. But going back to deliberateness, first start with desire. What is it that you really want? And then get very specific around what are you doing? Where are you spending your time? What are the key actions? And also, who are you hanging around? You want to be really careful uh, of energy drains, toxic energies, people who are going to bring you down. You have no time for it. When I was building my business from scratch after losing the company, I had to walk away and release a few different relationships or just take a time out on them just because they weren't the most nourishing relationship and I was playing the role of fixer-upper, helping everyone with their problems. And I realized one day that there was no time left for my own issues and my own desires and my own creation. I was trying to get love and approval um, and create harmony and beauty. I'm a Libra in four or five planets. I can't remember how many, quite a few. And part of my business and what I do and the work that I do now is I'm helping women create beautiful, nourishing lives and businesses, right? Uh, but I really wasn't getting paid for it before. I was so busy helping all my friends and family that at the end of the day, there'd be nothing left for me. I didn't even realize kind of that I was doing it. It took me a long time to realize it. I did realize that my bank account looked absolutely shocking and dismal and scary. And when I gave birth to my daughter, that's when I began to change the game. And I really was very mindful of who I was, who I was spending time with. And I can't, uh, especially for soul empaths that really want to help people, well, why don't you help people? And I help people for free and I help my family to a degree. But when you're really beginning to build a business or take it to the next level, it's all, it is quite a, a lot of energy to a degree and you're also going to be healing and transforming on a cellular level so you want to make sure that you have the rest that you have the respite that you have a time for self-reflection and restoration so that you can have deep divine riches and resurrection okay lots of ours there okay beauties I hope I've been able to serve you. I believe that every single woman with enough desire and intent and self-love and awareness can turn her shit into gold. Absolutely. I've seen it time and time and time again. I am so inspired by the stories that I get to witness and the transformations I get to witness and be part of. And I'm just, yeah, I feel 
that right now we are all being so divinely led and inspired to create a new dimension of business and of femme sovereignty that is really a lot more gentle and graceful. <sighs> so I'm just going to wrap it up. I'm sending you so much love. You deserve it. You're worth it. You can do it. And thank you for joining me today. So much love. I just had an 8K morning, guys. In four months, I've done $100,000. In less than a year, I've brought in over 100K. I went from kind of just having a handful of clients to drawing in 15 high-end clients. My first six weeks of working with Ingrid, I earned more than I earned in the whole previous financial year. And that work has continued on and on and on and producing more and more and more. It made a huge difference in my life and in my family's lives and absolutely in the lives of my clients. I feel so confident, you know, and knowing what to do and what to continue to do. You learn so much and there's support for so many sides of your business. You can literally scale in DivaMind as far as you want to. I have two to three K and like six to eight K and then a, a higher end mentorship training program that's 15 K and I've sold all of those well and consistently. Yet still gave us pre-approval to build our dream home on our beautiful property here in New Zealand on my income alone. And it was like, how far have I come? The activations that you get from Ingrid's work change you. They change who you are. They change your world. They change your relationships. And you actually become so clear, so focused. And it's challenging to be able to know what to do, but having someone there to support you, having someone there to to hold the space for you as you up level is exactly what Ingrid's work does. And then that also gives way for your business to be able to do the same. Get resourceful, make it happen. It's time and I am deeply, deeply grateful. No matter where you are, if you are curious and wanting to work with Ingrid and her team, I um, can't say enough that it is such a beautiful move. This has truly been unbelievable. And if you are looking for somebody who can hold you and guide you and give you really, really clear, phenomenal strategy, marketing advice, um, and who can assist you in your own personal evolution and ascension, it's gotta be angry. Because every single time you speak, I get activated. I get something to be able to change my world, my reality, my business, and I can only hope that every single other woman gets to experience that same feeling. So gorgeous, if you've been listening and you're ready to grow your booming, beautiful online business or you're ready to take your current business into a whole other divine, juicy stratosphere, schedule a call with one of my strategists. We're gonna map out a four-part plan to radically grow your revenue and your impact with authenticity, grace, and proven strategy. I cannot wait to explore how we can make magic together. So apply for your complimentary strategy call now at ceodivachat.com.